You are listening to the Campus Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Dinah Jansen. Each Wednesday on CFRC 101.9 FM in Kingston, I welcome a new guest from Queen's University to discuss news, issues, upcoming events, initiatives, and services for the benefit of Queen's students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Thanks for tuning in to this podcast, and we hope you enjoy the episode. everyone. Welcome to Campus Beat. I'm Dinah Jansen. I am in in the virtual studio today with Jessica Franco, the program assistant for the Pathy Foundation Fellowship Program. And we also have Prishni Sayon, also uh, part of the Pathy Fellowship as a fellow this year. And also she is a Queen's alum. And we are going to talk to her all about uh, the work that she is doing with this fabulous initiative. Uh, welcome to both of you, Jess and Prishni. Thank you so much for having us. Awesome. So before we launch right in, Jess, can you can you tell us a little bit about what the Pathy Fellowship is? Absolutely. Um, so the, the Pathy Foundation Fellowship is a 12-month experiential learning opportunity for uh, students to plan, lead, design, and implement a socially innovative project in a community they have a meaningful connection with mm-hmm. in the year directly following their graduation. Awesome. Fantastic. Okay. So Prishni, we're going to throw to you now. Uh, Tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, even your time as a Queen student. Um, Wonderful. Well, thank you, Dinah. Um, So you said I'm a Queen's grad. I graduated last year with a degree in history and a certificate in business. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm really excited to be a Pathy Fellow this year and to have opportunity to grow my project, which is called Starts With Youth. And we're basically aiming to raise awareness and develop some resources related to childhood trauma and its effects. And it, it was just a wonderful project that I actually started during my time at Queens with some of my fellow Queens friends and grads now. So it's really such a, I guess, full circle moment to be here and to be able to talk about it and to hopefully get some other people interested in applying for this wonderful fellowship. Thank you so much. So uh, Prishni, tell us a little bit more about your studies at Queens and maybe some of the extracurriculars and and some of your colleagues who you were working with that helped you get started with the Starts With Youth initiative. Ultimately, how did your studies and research and extracurriculars help you develop your Pathy Foundation Fellowship idea? Mm -hmm. Well, I guess Maybe I'll start with my, I'll divide it a little bit into first starting with my academics. So with my degree, I did history and business. So I think from a historical perspective, I just would love the history department. Um, During my time at Queens, I was involved on the department student council and in my um, second final year, I was really happy to be co-president of the student council. So I was really got to see the side of the department that I guess some students don't get to see as often, but it was such a great experience and a wonderful opportunity to connect with other students and to also develop, I think, my team building and leadership skills, which has been definitely instrumental in now kind of working on my not-for-profit and trying to grow it a little bit more. But from a historical perspective, I think history just you have to know where you're coming from to know where you're going and look, learning about intergenerational trauma and learning about the ways that our past has really shaped where we are today and maybe the changes and the gaps in the system as we know it has been so helpful in kind of framing the way I 
um, go about starts with youth and our initiative and our growth and trying to effectively address the issues that um, I see with the breadth of childhood trauma and this like really big issue, I guess. Um, aside from that, I was involved in a couple of different councils and the Equity Commission of ASSIS, which was really nice. Um, but I have to shout out the Peer Support Center. That was something I did all of my Queen's experience. And I think the empathy and compassion that came out of that center has was so helpful for me in my own healing journey as a survivor. I think Starts With Youth at its core is really driven from my own experiences and I wouldn't be here without start, without the peer support center. So I was a marketing manager in my final year and the PSC just is a great support, I think, for all students to, if they need somewhere to go on campus and to have that ear to listen to that non-judgmental space. So that was really helpful. And I think it also helped my skills as just being able to support other people. Um, in terms of my friends, so Starts With Youth really was started in the most informal way on my living room floor with my best friends. And they all came from really a variety of programs. I had a lot of friends in psych and social, as well as some friends in sciences, life sciences. So I think that diversity of their experiences coming into this is really important because childhood trauma, like I said, very personal, very intimate issue and so, so diverse. The way everyone experiences and experiences it and recovers from it is so different. So having that diversity of experiences and perspectives was so helpful. And just, I think first and foremost, the group that I started starts with youth with, starts with youth with really represents what it stands for and that idea of community and support. Um, my friends were integral to my healing. They, I, wouldn't be here without them so they really poured their heart into it and I'm really really grateful for all that they did and now I'm just so excited to be able to grow it with the with my new friends <laughs> the fellow other fellows <laughs> and with the foundation and Jess's support of course. Amazing so what attracted you to the Pathy Foundation Fellowship how did you find out about it what inspired you to apply? Mm -hmm. Well, I found out about it. I just actually, maybe not in a more informal way, I just saw I was scrolling through my Instagram social media and I saw someone who had applied for it. And I was like, oh, this was someone I really looked up to. So I was like, this is, seems interesting. If they can do it, maybe I should give this a shot. And um, so I looked more into it. And what really attracted, to, attracted me to it was definitely the holistic nature of the program. I thought from the moment I was looking at it and just trying to understand more of what it is, what really stood out to me was just how grounded the program is, how much its values related to mine. It's really, it's focus on personal and professional development and really positively contributing to this world through a mm -hmm. series of small actions that hopefully lead to bigger, bigger changes. And, but really it's focus on growing you as a person, this idea of you are a fellow and you're, you have your initiative and your, your initiative is contributing really well, but um, at the core, it's also you are doing it. So you need to be equipped as a leader and as a change maker. So it's really focused on also growing and developing you as a person, which I really appreciate. And I learned more. I've just experienced more and more through um, the few months that I have been in the fellowship, but that was something that really um, appeal to me, I think. 
All right. So at the top, Krishni, you did touch on a little bit about your project starts with youth. Tell us a little bit more about this initiative and and its and its overall goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So starts with youth. Essentially, what we aim to do is to kind of bridge the gaps between the services offered for and in regards to supporting survivors of childhood trauma and just mm-hmm. getting more people to access the services as well as destigmatizing the topic a little bit. So working to create this digital community first and foremost. So we have an Instagram page at Starts W Youth that we've been working to develop for the past year. And we have also other social medias on LinkedIn, Facebook, as well as our blog on our website. And with these things, what we're basically aiming to do is to build this international community of survivors and allies and just talking about this issue. Um, we talk about it specifically more in the context of family violence and domestic violence. So the childhood trauma that occurs within the home and during in these interpersonal relationships, and then the way it affects you later on in life through intergenerational transmission, as well as re-victimization. So we want to kind of nip it in the bud and help people work towards more healing. So hopefully it doesn't continue in this cycle of pain. Um, but what we also recognize is that it's such it's not easy when you're hurt by your parents, for example. It's a very, very intimate issue. And often that's why we don't talk about it. And it's very influenced by our cultural backgrounds, our um, sexual identity, all these different layers of our intersectional identities. So we really want to address this issue with the being very aware and cognizant of the diversity of it, as well as approaching mm-hmm. it from a place of empathy and understanding that it's not a black and white issue. We it's we might love the, our perpetrators and that's why it's so complicated. But at the end of the day, healing is so important for ourselves and to prevent that transmission towards other people. So with our social media, we aim to kind of build that community. And then my other main goal with the fellowship is really to build a comprehensive resource bank online so that we can include um, improve our national access to these services. Because what I've noticed is that there's a lot of wonderful services um, that are available to people, but there's a little bit of a lack of access people don't know about it or they aren't able to easily access it or don't know where to go so kind of trying to ease that so more people hopefully have access to not only services but maybe some other resources like books you want to read or shows to watch like that diversity of resources that can just help you on your own personal healing journey okay wow wow this is incredible work that you are doing thank you so much for sharing with us What does so now on the day to day, now that you are a Pathy Fellow, what does your day look like? What are you doing to establish this project? Well, we just started the community phase. So I think I'm still trying to get into the whole. It's been interesting to have that independence and freedom to work from home. So I'm trying to get into that routine a little bit. But I think what my day, it looks pretty much like a typical work day from home, I'd say like wake up I'm trying to have um with the fellowship they Sarah our life coach really helps us with establishing our morning and just daily routines so I have my morning routines and journaling meditation and then go into actually just right now I'm trying to really work on the planning stage and kind of organizing my team the structural trying to decide where I'm going to most effectively and make investments such as for the resource bank if 
um, hiring people to help me in terms of like engineering it and making it as effective as possible and things like that. So I'm really still a little bit in the planning stages, but um, yeah, I'd say my workday looks pretty much like a normal workday, a nine to five, like kind of liaisoning with my team, making sure that everyone else's projects, the projects that I oversee are going well, I think first and foremost, being that support for my team, and then working on my projects and the responsibilities that I have taken on and making kind of starting with my planning and then setting my goals is really important for me now and trying to establish what are my monthly objectives and going through to ensure that hopefully by the end of um, April, I have the outcome that I want. Amazing. And speaking of outcomes, I suppose, where does the fellowship uh, intersect with your particular career goals? Where do you hope to go after the fellowship? Um, I think I'm still definitely reflecting on what career path I still I want to enter, but I think I definitely have a strong interest in education and law. So if there's some way that I can intersect the two, that would be amazing. Like education policy is definitely something that I'm very interested in. And I think is in relation to the fellowship, I guess, and this being something that I'm really passionate about. I see education and that policy changes as a very um, influential point of intervention in addressing childhood trauma. So I'd like to one day hopefully be involved in that. So I think right now I'm thinking of maybe law school, perhaps master's of education, or hopefully being somewhere in the systems that really work and um, help children. Wow. Okay. Well, best wishes to you. Anything else to add before we uh, we close off with you and move back to Jess about the fellowship itself? Um, I don't think so. Other than it's a great experience. Definitely apply if you are interested. Great message. Thank you so much, Prishni. Amazing. So Jess, we're going to throw back to you now. Uh, we've had this just this wonderful conversation about this very uh, important initiative developed by Prishni uh, and as part of the Pathy Foundation Fellowship. Let's learn more from you about how current students at Queen's University can also uh, develop projects and apply for Pathy Fellowship uh, as well. So uh, yeah, where do students start? Of course, well, we are uh, accepting applications now. Applications close on November 11th. And as Prishni highlighted, it's just an exceptional opportunity for young leaders um, to have $40,000 of funding behind building their project, comprehensive wraparound supports like Prishni mentioned in life coaching and other uh, structures of mentorship and um, training that addresses skills and project management and that sort of thing. So we're looking for people who have the capacity and potential to grow and evolve and develop as strong leaders in their community. We're looking for people who have a strong pre-existing meaningful connection to some community in some way. Uh, and that can be anywhere in the world. It can be a geographic connection or a connection of commonality. Um, and we're also looking for students who have the core of a strong and innovative project idea um, of something that will impact their community in a positive way. So that's really what we're looking for in candidates. And we have a number of resources that candidates can look to to help them develop strong 
applications. Uh, we run and host a number of info sessions. We also have one-on-one -on -one meetings with myself where you can come with your preliminary project idea, learn more about the program and ideate and build up that project idea for your application. Uh, Queen's University also has an amazing uh, university representative at the career services um, and all of that contact information and those details can be found on our Instagram or Facebook or on our website at pathyfellowship.com. So I would really encourage Queen's students, I'm a, a Queen's alumna myself, so I would really encourage Queen's students to apply for this exceptional program because it really is a year where you're able to focus on your development, uh, your personal growth, your leadership, and work on something that comes from the depths of your passion to make an impact in a community that um, matters to you in the year after you graduate. So please apply. And speaking of which, how do they do so? Where can they find that information and start the process? Absolutely. So our application form is live on our website. All they need to do is go to pathyfellowship.com and click on apply now, and that will open the application form. And it's um, quite a strenuous process. Um, talking about your, your passions and yourself is always a, uh, has a lot of emotional labor to it. So we do recommend that candidates get in there early so that they can ask the right questions and can set up meetings to um, have support in writing their application. Um, but really what the selection committee is looking for is is just to outline who you are as an individual what your values are your experiences and how that connects to this strong connection to your community and how your project idea is going to make a sustainable impact so it's pretty broad and overarching and we have supports to help you to focus it in and hone it in to create a strong application so I encourage um, candidates who are interested to reach out and our contact information for both university representatives and myself is also on our website Wonderful. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, that's it, folks. Uh, we have been chatting with Jess Franco, the program assistant for the Pathy Foundation Fellowship and current Pathy Fellow, Prishni Sayon, Queen's alumna as well. Thank you both for joining us in the virtual studio today here on Campus Beat to chat about this fabulous initiative. And Prishni, your uh, very innovative, very important uh, initiative. Thank you so much. Amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us. Thank you for listening to this podcast produced at CFRC 101.9 FM at Queen's University, situated on the traditional territory of the Anishinaabe and Haudenosaunee peoples and brought to you by the generous support of the Faculty of Engineering and Applied Science.